This story is called The Salvation of Gurudra. Gurudra waited patiently, looking around in the forests. There had been a rustle of leaves, and he was pointing the arrow at the bush waiting. However, when Gurudra looked, there was no movement. Obviously, it had been a mole or a rat. The animal must have burrowed itself inside the soil. Gurudra sighed. Gurudra looked around the forest once more and realized that waiting here was a waste of time. He would have to choose some other location. Reluctantly, Gurudra placed his bow back in his arms and moved on to another place. As he was walking, he heard a melodious chant from somewhere in the distance. Gurudra walked towards the sound. He found that it was coming from the temple in the middle of the forest. He, being a regular in the forest, knew the habits of the temple well. Today, obviously, was a special day for the god that the people worshipped there. The temple was thronged with people, chanting, Shiva, Shiva, Om Shivaya, Shiva, Shiva, Om Shivaya. It was a rhythmic chant, and Gurudra listened to the chant for a few seconds. Then he shrugged. He had to get back to his work. Without the food that he hunted, his family would not have enough to eat. And so Gurudra moved on. Though Gurudra went deeper and deeper inside the forest, still he could not find enough for himself and his family to eat. Gurudra knew that going home with so little food was no option, so he went deeper and deeper into the forest. Though Gurudra had been a hunter his whole life, he had never ventured this far into the forest, this part of the forest. Somehow, Gurudra could not explain it, but it was different. The trees quieter, the sky darker. Gurudra brought out his bow and held an arrow in readiness, just in case. As he walked inside the forest, he saw a tiny pond in the middle of the forest. The pond had a refreshing, cool water which reflected the multicolored evening sun. The sky was peeking through the thick branches of the surrounding trees, and the overall effect was stunningly beautiful. However, Gurudra was a hunter, not a painter. These matters of scenic beauty just did not enter into his mind. Looking at the spot, Gurudra smiled. It was a perfect place to hunt. Animals invariably would come to the pond to drink water. The trees would provide a perfect hiding place. Gurudra planned to hide himself in the branches of the trees, and from there he would hunt the animals. Silently, Gurudra checked, his hunting instincts kicking in. After studying all of the trees, he chose the tree closest to the pond because it offered the perfect hiding place, and because the view from there would cover all areas of the pond. He was climbing the tree when, scrap! Gurudra heard a loud noise coming from his waist. Gurudra hurriedly got onto the branch of the tree and looked down at his waist. He cursed himself when he saw that his water pouch had been torn. Angrily, he peered down and saw that at one place the bark of the tree was sharp. He had not noticed it, and there the bark had scraped his water pouch, and the water was leaking out. The pouch had already been leaking with stitches coming apart in the seams, and now the bark had finished the job, and the water began steadily leaking out. But Gurudra was not worried for today. At least he had found a place near a pond. He waited on the branch of the tree. The water from his pouch 
slowly and steadily leaking and falling below. As he waited, he remembered the scene from the temple that he had seen today. What words were the people there muttering? Onava. Guritra had never studied books or scriptures in his life. For his way of life, that was just not necessary. He could not even properly pronounce the words that he had heard the devotee say. Then he remembered. Shiva. Yes, that is what they had said. Shiva. Guridra, being a man of the forest, never understanding devotion or temples. These men were fools to worship someone more powerful than them. Why should I be like them? I will do the opposite of what they do. To pass his time, Guridra muttered, Vashi, 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 and sat on the branch of the tree. Gurudra's sharp eyes picked up a rustle of the leaves as he peered through the tree. He found that the leaves of the tree were obstructing his view. Gurudra plucked the leaves carefully and dropped them down one by one, careful not to make a big ruckus or he might scare away any animal approaching the pool. He dropped the leaves down one by one, making as little noise as possible. The rustling, he found, was another mole which had entered into its burrow. Gurudra saw the evening sun setting and slowly darkness gathering around the pond. A chill wind picked up. Gurudra shivered slightly, but he did not dream of giving up his spot on the tree. All the while, he cleared the place of any extra leaves which stopped him from being able to look around and muttering, Vashi, 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 under his breath the water from his pouch leaking out. In the first quarter of the night when the world was getting ready to sleep, or at least that is what Gurudra thought, he heard movement towards the pond. He quietly brought out his bow and placed his arrow ready to let go. He knew that he had to rely more on his hearing than on his sight to shoot correctly. Gurudra saw a faint silhouette of a deer approaching the pond. As the deer came near, Gurudra saw a beautiful deer. He was surprised with himself. Till now, he had never even once felt any animal as beautiful. For him, it was simply a means of livelihood. Shaking himself, Gurudra tried to pull himself together and pulled back the arrow and was about to let it fly. Gurudra had the fright of his life when this intelligent face of the deer looked up at him and spoke. Hunter, please, please do not kill me. Gurudra was shocked. He wondered whether some evil spirit had possessed him, or possibly the deer itself was an evil spirit. Gurudra sat paralyzed with fear as he kept his arrow tautly on the bow, unable to let it go. The deer saw that Gurudra was still having the arrow in his hands, and spoke again. Please, have mercy on me. Please, please do not kill me, Hunter. Guru decided that he must be dreaming, when he decided that there was nothing wrong in replying when one was in a dream. He said harshly, Why should I let you go? You are, after all, my food. If I let you go, I and my family will die hungry. No, this is not right. I have to kill you. The deer looked at him with tears in its eyes. What you say is true. If you don't kill me, your family would starve. So... Please, let me go now. 
I promise I will come back, and then you can kill me. Guruja felt this was very funny. He laughed in his coarse voice. You? I have to believe that you would come back? Guruja almost doubled over in laughter. Seriously, if I start believing the words given to me by the animals that I hunt, I will remain hungry for the rest of my life. No, the deer said hurriedly as it saw Guruja ready to loose the arrow. You see, I am a mother of a young deer. I am looking for my child. Once I have met my child and my husband and told them everything, I will come back to you. I promise. Gurudra could not explain it, not even to himself, but he felt that the deer was speaking the truth. He was even more surprised when he found that he put his arrow away. Some spirit probably possessed him. He was angry with himself for showing weakness. Go, he said irritably to the deer, go fast before I change my mind. The deer did not wait for a second chance. As soon as the hunter put the arrow down and said go, the deer shut off. Once the deer was away, Gurudra sat on the branch of the tree, wondering what had overcome him. He was hungry because he had listened to the words of a deer? If anyone came to know about this, he would be the laughing stock of the village. Angrily, Gurudra plucked the leaves of the tree, moving them to the side, the sea on both sides more clearly. Now, more out of habit than anything else, he muttered, Vashi, 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 as the water from his pouch leaked. Another quarter of the night had passed. This time, Gurudra saw another deer from afar. It was bigger and quite majestic. Gurudra could see that it was a male deer. He promised to himself that he would make up now for letting that mother deer get away. This deer is as good as dead, Gurudra thought, as he had his bow and arrow in readiness long before the deer came near to the pond. The deer bent down to drink the water from the pond, but Gurudra could see that the deer was not drinking water for thirst. The deer seemed to be looking for someone. Enough, Gurudra scolded himself, thinking like this will lead to starvation. Astonishingly, this deer also spoke. Hunter, I know you are hunting for me, but please, let me go. I am looking for my wife and young child. Once I find my family, I promise I will return. Guruja wanted to yell, do you think I am a fool? But somehow, looking at this majestic deer, he remembered the tear-filled eyes of the mother deer and just could not bring himself to fire the arrow. Go he said unhappily. He had no doubt in his mind that both of these deer were never going to come back and that he was making a fool of himself. Another quarter of the night had passed. The water from his pouch had almost emptied. Gurudra was afraid to come down from the tree for fear that he would scare away any animals coming near to the pond. He passed his time as before, mumbling, Vashi, 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 Vashi and throwing the remaining leaves down to the ground. This time, he saw a female deer come towards the pond. He was elated. The mother deer had kept her promise, but this deer seemed to be different. No matter, Gurudra brought out his bow and arrow for the third time. Again, the deer spoke to him. Hunter, have you seen my brother and sister-in-law? I have found their child and have it with me. 
The child needs to see its parents immediately. Gurudra had had enough. This time, he was not going to be the fool. The deer saw with widened eyes that the hunter meant to kill it. Hunter, please, do not kill me. If my brother and sister do not know where their child is, they would never know any peace. Think about the young baby deer. Please, Hunter, just let me go now. I promise I will come back after telling them everything. Gurudra slapped his head hard. He really wanted to punch through something, but he knew that it was right to let the deer go. He wished that whatever was possessing him would just go away. He did not want to start feeling sorry for killing animals. Despite everything, he let the deer go, and the deer skipped away. At the beginning of the last quarter of the night, with nothing better to do, Gurudra continued what he had been doing. The very last few remaining drops of the water from his bag falling down, drip by little drip. The night was drawing near to a close when Gurudra had the shock of his life. Coming towards the pond were one, two, three, no, four deer. Gurudra blinked, wondering whether or not he was really hallucinating now. The faint light of the sky confirmed that indeed four deer were walking towards the pond. Picking up his bow and arrow had become second nature to him, and now Gurudra found that he was so surprised he could not pick up the bow and arrow. These four deer came before him. Gurudra saw that the first three were the deer that he had already met. The fourth was a baby deer. It was walking between its mother and father. As the four deer saw the hunter, they bowed to him. Gurudra still did not know what to say. Gulping, he stared at the four deer when the mother deer spoke first. Great hunter, thank you so much. You trusted me and let me go. I have finished my duties, and here I am. I will keep my part of the bargain. The ant deer spoke next. Yes, hunter, it was because you let me go I was able to bring the child to meet its mother and father. I too have come here to keep my promise. The father deer spoke majestically. We have all completed our duties. You can do that which you wish. The baby deer spoke last. Great hunter, I do not have any family other than those here. Take my life too. I also want to go wherever they go. Stunned, Gurudra could not draw his bow and arrow. The last quarter of the night had passed when Gurudra jumped from the tree and ran towards these deer. Who are you? he asked in a tone of wonder. You are not deer. Who are you? Gurudra blinked when the four deer vanished from there. Standing in their place was a beautiful, dark, three-eyed god. Gurudra could not explain it, but he felt a feeling of bliss washing over him. He felt free. He was free. The god smiled lovingly at Gurudra. Son, your worship today cannot be equal to anything that has ever been done in my name. Gurudra looked bewildered. Worship, I... He shook his head in wonder. I, I did not do any worship to you, my lord. The god smiled. You have cleansed me with your water. You have chanted my name. 
You have honored me with my favorite leaves and fasted for the entire night. This is the most perfect worship that I have ever seen. Guruja thought back and stumbled back to the base of the tree he had just gotten down. He realized that it was the bilva tree. In the Hindu mythology, it is believed that the bilva leaves are Lord Shiva's favorites. Below it was a small linga, now covered from the leaves that he had dropped down the whole night long. The linga was also wet from the water dripping from his pouch. Gurudra felt the understanding come over him. Vashi, 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 when repeated over again, became that same sound of Shiva, Shiva, Shiva. Gurudra fell on the feet of Lord Shiva. Lord, you have given moksha to a hunter like me. For that, I will always be grateful. Lord Shiva smiled. You are certainly worthy of it. You did all of this on the one day which I consider most sacred. It is Maha Sivarathi. For this, Gurudra, you shall attain salvation. You shall always be part of me and in my world. Come with me. Peace and understanding came to the hunter as he followed the three-eyed blue god to Kailash. This story is uh, taken from the Shiva Purana, and it was shared online by S.A. Krishnan, who enjoys uh, reading these different stories and writing them out, such as what I've read to you tonight. Her page is um, Hindu Mythology for Next dot blogspot.com and I'll post a link to the blog and to this story in the show notes. Thank you for your time and listening. Also in the show notes are a link if you feel inspired to support the show. May you have a wonderful evening and a beautiful day.